Hey everybody, it's Black Exploitation History Month. So if you're picking up what we're putting down, then put your weight on it. Put your weight on it. Put your weight on it at patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMFCast, it's time to dude out with your flute out. One star, weary. All right, and welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey! BAMFCast. BAMFCast. Episode 412. Blazing. <laughs> not no. yet. Not yet. No. Hold up. What? Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here BAMFCast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot, robot, robot jocks. jocks. Oh, right. Yeah. However, there are bad, bad movies. This doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in trash bags in which they belong. Ooh, throw them in gross. the truck and let the men take them away. Mm-hmm. Yes. All those things. Uh-huh. So, we are in week three of our seventh annual Black Exploitation History Month. Hooray! Our Yay! best time of the year. It's Yay! great. It's, we love it. It's a good idea. And that brings us to 1976's Hot Potato. Hot a quasi but not really sequel to Black Belt Jones that we did uh, some time ago. It is really, <laughs> but they just don't mention it. But it is. <laughs> it is. It, yeah, it is, and it isn't. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it's whatever the opposite of a sequel in name only. This is like a. It's a sequel, but not in name. <laughs> like same writer, same character, maybe, and everything. But yeah. Anyway, we have a very, very, very quick plot summary. I'm going to mm-hmm. read on IMDb here. Uh, martial arts expert tries to rescue an ambassador's daughter who was kidnapped in Thailand. Yeah. I like when they're accurate and short. Yeah, that's the best. That's what we should do for this half. <laughs> be accurate and short. <laughs> well, you don't have much of a choice. Oh, I'm always accurate. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, Jim Jim Kelly, he's back. He is, yes. Maybe he says as Jones, maybe not. Maybe he lost his black belt. No, but he it, still has. Yeah. Okay. They just no one's going to call him. Hey, black belt Jones. Mm. That would be silly. Yeah. Totally. Who would call someone a silly name in this movie? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, Oscar Williams returns as the writer and director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he didn't direct the first one, but he did write it. Yeah. I think. Yes, he wrote it. Didn't yeah. I think it. I think this was the first thing he ever directed. Yeah, he wrote. He also wrote Chuck Turner. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So, which is a much better movie than this. Yes. Com- competent writer, perhaps on some days, but um, I think they were all just sent out to make this movie. It was, hey, go to Thailand. Here's four hundred dollars. Make a movie. You think it costs that much? <laughs> Don't kill anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to kill anyone. I'm sure, it was the directive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shit. Where did this movie right. start? Thailand. Thailand. We have a woman who's been kidnapped Mm -hmm. and uh, the man who's kidnapped her is Carter Rangoon (laughs) aka Crab Rangoon (laughs) aka Cream Cheese Wonton yes aka Beyond Rangoon aka General So (laughs) aka Panda Express Beyonce Side Dish (laughs) (laughs) oh I'd watch a movie with Beyonce Side Dish (laughs) who's your side dish this week Lemonade Lemonade is a beverage, not a side, you mongrel. <laughs> Anything can be a side. Yeah. Try hard. Enough. Right. 
You can have a bowl of lemonade as your side. You have to eat it with a spoon then. Fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. lemonade soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but but she's been kidnapped by Carter Rangoon, mm-hmm. who has who, who basically feeds someone to his pet tigers. He yep. feeds hunks of meat that he claim are former henchmen. Yeah. It could just be okay, a psych yeah. routine because it seems like whenever he wants to intimidate somebody, he's like, "Here is one of my henchmen, and I'm feeding him to my tigers." My tiger, but it's just a hunk of meat. It's yeah. you can't tell. Mm-hmm. If it was a person, <laughs> just stuck some hair on top of it. Yeah. Be like, meh. Huh? <laughs> what <laughs> do you think about that? Yeah. Rangoon's world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but he basically says, "All right, now call your father and say if he doesn't vote for whatever, you're going to get fed to the tigers. So give him a call." And then they do like the wah 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 voice on the other end as she cries <laughs> and is like, "They're going to kill me! They're going to kill me!" And you can just hear on the other end like wah yeah, and, and God, then, this lady's southern accent is thick <laughs> and terrible. Oh God! Yeah. But because there is a point later on in the movie where she's like, "You don't understand me," and <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, "Yeah, I don't understand." Yeah, you. and he's like, <laughs> "See, I'm just a southern belle from Virginia, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. you don't want to mess with my father, you see, because he's a senator now." What the plot of this is, I don't know, because, like, I mean, what the motivation? Because she's been kidnapped to stop some sort of He says thing? he she's the she's the daughter of a senator, mm-hmm. and he has her call the senator and say, you have to stop the aid package to this country. Sure. But that doesn't seem to be the plot at all, because later on, it's established that he's just playing two sides against each other for some dumb reason. Mm-hmm. It's never re- really even explained. Well. So, but like the the plot in the first five yeah, minutes makes more sense than anything else that's ever mentioned after mm-hmm. that. Right. Yeah, yeah. But so she makes the call, makes the call, and then immediately we got to a general or somebody <laughs> calling, you know, on the phone with this guy yeah. who's explaining the whole situation, still doing wah wah wah, and he just keeps saying, "All right, sir, we'll call, we'll call in Jones, mm-hmm. we'll get Jones in here." And meanwhile, there's guys in the background just plunking flags on a giant They're plunging, map. plunking nothing but USSR flags. Like, Russia in, is upstaging this scene by dominating the entire world because mm-hmm. they're just... Well, the goddamn commies are taking well, it. I mean, seriously, like, every single point, they're like, well, Russia. Russia. <laughs> like, yes, it's going I mean, badly. They're just taking all the American flags. Were, they, were they Russian or Chinese well, flags? I think they were Chinese flags. Was it? Mm. I think so. I thought I saw red with the hammer. The hey, old USSR what? one. Same Absolutely thing? does not matter <laughs> in any way whatsoever. Well, no, it totally does. Does not matter in the fucking least. Some communist red flag is dominating the world. That's all. That's I think it's all, all a red herring. Right. Okay. Yeah, but this guy is just man. He's trying to explain to guy on the phone, and then guy on the phone will just say like two words of want want sound, and then he'll go, "Yeah, you're right. Jones is the man for the job, but it's dangerous country, and we you know it's just like he's just repeating back all the stuff that was never said." Mm-hmm. Credit sequence. Who cares? Mm-hmm. The only interesting thing about it is it's kind of hard ticket to Hawaii-ish, and that all the names are on flags on the flagboard. Yes. So that's okay. Real, real credits in the real world. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But, sure. Always a fan of those. Sure. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to Black Belt Jones in a parade in Thailand. I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. I, Getting water and rice thrown on him. Yeah. Sure. I. I mean, I. I don't claim to know Thai customs, but yeah, they're just everyone's like. Taking every opportunity to like, hey, stranger, you're not completely, you know, drenched. So yeah. splash, have some rice in your face. <laughs> uh-huh. So as you do, I don't know. as is custom. <laughs> <at the time. laughs> 
Yeah. So yeah, he he walks through a very public parade with his uh, his friend Johnny Chicago. Johnny Chicago, who is like just not about doing any of this. Like he's always kind of poo pooing everything, and then he like saying like that his cut's not big enough, and everything he does, he wants to get paid extra for. Yeah. Everyone Lame. except Black Belt Jones in this is a piece of shit. Everyone. Mm, Everyone. Well, no, the, the, the Detective Sergeant yeah. Pam Varahe. She doesn't want their help. So she's I like, you get out of here, Black wait, Belt Jones. No, can you blame her? <laughs> yeah. When uh, he's like, all right. All right. So when 50 percent of your team that you've met initially is a shithead, I would say I don't want their help either. Yeah. You know, that's, know, a, that's a 50 percent chance. But her, of conf- her conflict is only because she has to be. Black Belt Jones's love interest by the end. That's the only reason for conflict there. But it doesn't make her a shithead. <laughs> I'm on her side. Yeah. I'm on Detective Sergeant Pam Varahe's side. Okay. As am I. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Yeah. Fine. But they but they are introduced to her and she's like, All right, we don't need you. I got this shit under control. And that's probably why she's like, you know, she was in control and now she's got to answer to this guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. But anyway, yes, he's like, all right, well, we're almost ready to go. We can almost do this. We got to just recruit one more guy. Well, first, they have a they have a random fight in the street because uh, Crab Rangoon sends some goons out yeah. to fight them in the street. Crab which, Rangoons. Crab Rangoons. <laughs> crab Rangoons. <laughs> yes. Yes. God damn it. Some fucking Crab Rangoons. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, they roll a barrel out in the middle of the street, stop, the, stop their sweet Jeep. That's not actually a Jeep. It's a mm-hmm. Nissan. Yeah. Nissan Patrol. <laughs> um, and... They all like she gets out and like, hey, move this fucking barrel. And they're all like, ha ha. You know, I was going to say karate or martial arts, but fighting Muay Thai. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Fighting. I am not versed enough to know martial arts, which martial yes, arts, martial arts. Using. to yes. which, of course, Jim Kelly and, and Johnny Chicago jump out of the truck, too. And she's like, I don't need your help. And yeah. it, like Jim Kelly's literally got one guy in the head like, like, really? You sure? There's a lot of dudes. And she's like, don't need your help. So yeah. she pretty much proceeds to whip a lot of ass. And Jim mm-hmm. Kelly just punches the one dude he had. Yeah. And, and he and Johnny Chicago just, just lean against yeah. the truck, mm-hmm. arms crossed, like. All and, right. And the one, the one thing to note about the scene is there's there's one point where a dude gets flung back through like a bamboo curtain, I guess mm-hmm. yep, you yeah. would call it, and he kind of goes in like head first, like long ways through it. But they had already cut out like the human like shape out of this, mm-hmm. so he falls in wrong. But it's like you know the ah, <laughs> you know, fall back with hands. Yeah, man, we never get to see that, yeah. and yeah. to have and it they, ruined they is, is really up. disappointing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like as dudes are going flying, there are cartoon sound effects galore, and it's just yep. like, oh, this is yeah. a live action cartoon. Yeah, right off the bat, you're like, Mm-mm. yeah, you're oh like, no, oh dear, it's about to get worse though. It is, it, you know, she wraps it up and is like, I told you I didn't need help, and they're like, whoop, whoop, and onto the next scene, and they go to recruit their next character, which mm. they have to go to the Blue Moon Bordello. They say, I guess it's a Bordello. It says it's a nightclub, but. Yeah, um, but they go to recruit Rhino, who is this fat fuck that's sitting there <laughs> having an eating contest with some equally fat lady. Yeah, and and eventually she has a heart attack at the end and, and dies. dies. Yeah, and but dies. And then his reward is three ladies. Well, hold on, you're, you're skipping over the one of the worst scenes in cinematic history. I was trying to. Okay. <laughs> well, through this scene, because I mean, people might get the terrible idea to go watch this movie, and I want to. I want to make sure that they don't. Um, throughout the scene, it, it, let's just say it is filmed and foleyed in such a way that, as Chuck said while we were watching it, if you close your eyes, <laughs> a completely different and somehow worse movie is even happening. Yes, because, because they are groaning and grunting and. Yeah, and it's there's slurping. a lot of smacking and slurping, slurping and, and like gross, gross. offhanded burps. Yeah, yeah, it's just 
it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. And but I mean, also, it should we should say okay. So a lot of this movie is dubbed, obviously, because mm-hmm. there's a ton of non. I would say native English speakers. I'd say, say, say the entire the thing. thing is ADR. Yeah. yeah, but also so much of it is dialogue spoken when none of the characters speaking are on camera at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say most of Black Belt Jones's dialogue is when I don't know where the hell he is. I, this may be a deep cut, but you know what this reminded me of? Hmm? GI Executioner. Mm. Yes. That bullshit thing where we watched it and like every single bit of dialogue was when people were just walking down the street <laughs> with their face away from the camera. Yeah. And it yeah. was just like, here's exposition while we just walk through a place. Yeah. And that's this. It just happens to have one of the stars of another dragon in it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Made by a major motion picture studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they had to go recruit this guy, Rhino, who has no identifiable reason for being a part of this group at all, yeah. ever. He's a waste of space. And, and it doesn't and, help that he's kind of seems like the inspiration for the fat bastard costume. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. I mean, he's wearing like brightly colored rainbow socks. They're not spats like Fat Bastard had, but I mean, it's like he's got the like, like back knees, I would say. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mean like acne on your back. I mean, like he has like such bulges on the back of his legs that it looks like he has another set of knees on the back of his mm-hmm. yes. leg. Yeah. And he's not he's not you don't want to look at him. No, I'll say yeah. that. Uh, he's he's rough on the eyes. He's sloppy and sweaty, and he's gross. like fat mork. Yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's five minutes from dying on the toilet. Elvis is what he is. Um, I, I will say this: he is at least, as the movie portrays him, a pretty competent fighter. He can fight in this sure. movie. In this movie u- movie universe, why not? He can fight. Yes. Okay. Sh- through he almost, sheer brute force. He almost looks more believable than anybody else fighting because it's. You know, it's Johnny Chicago and well, and to Johnny Chicago's credit, doesn't. Johnny Chicago's like, "Fuck this guy! Why right. do we yeah. need this guy? We don't right. need this." But slice it also fuck. turns Johnny Chicago into, "All right, you're Johnny Chicago," into "Fuck that guy too." Like, their because he plays into it. Yeah, yeah, their proximity is like you know doing this heckle and jekyll bullshit routine of like we hate each other, man. <laughs> the two fucking mm-hmm. stooges. Yeah, you know, and and Johnny Chicago was just like this nondescript you know, sidekick dude to Black Belt Jones a second ago, and then as soon as this guy shows up, they're all just about like, get off my hand, I hate you, man, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, now we have two characters we hate just because this one character's shown up, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think Johnny Chicago on his own might have been okay. He was all right, but, but Rhino sucked him into his orbit and mm-hmm. then ruined that guy at the same time by just making him his mortal enemy for no real reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... Whatever they like, they have this eat off, and then yes, he bangs three hookers in this place, and he does, yeah. And then they right, I guess they all just wait around. They're like, sure, we'll wait while you, you know, <laughs> yes, have your orgy for the night, Rhino, because it's the, the next, next day, day when yeah. they saunter off to their destination. And, it, and again, like this movie is all about the you have so many days to rec- rescue this person, or shit is going to go super south, and mm-hmm. these people are going to get their aid, and and move, 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 and then it's just like. Uh, yeah, sure. Have, go have some sex with the ladies, <laughs> yeah. you fat fuck. We'll wait here. <laughs> There's no sense of urgency at all, ever. Mm-hmm. Because also, uh, Crab Rangoon has brought in a double for the mm-hmm. lady that he has kidnapped. And that's what starts the, I don't know what the fuck he's doing now, but he's brought in a double so that he can put... It's the same actress. like yes, Literally the same actress. Just without mm-hmm. the southern accent. And they've put the real lady somewhere else where she won't be easily found and they want them to find this one to think they've succeeded when in mm-hmm. fact they haven't. So did 
did he do this knowing that she was coming, that someone was coming to rescue yes, her? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. All right. They were like, that's why she wasn't well guarded, that it was just like, okay, they're going to come okay. in, they're going to get her, well, and, and they'll think everything's fine. Meanwhile, we'll be doing our plan. And she's well, supposed to be a spy when she gets there, I guess? Sure. All maybe. Right. I don't know. But they they hand her some you know photocopied money, and, and she's like, <laughs> yes. great, I will play the part. But- yeah. You would think, okay, well, we waited for them next day. No, then we have like another 10 minutes of them just riding in the fucking Jeep mm-hmm. on their way to and this like, place. Falling out the back. Pushing each other out of the back. Yeah. And then going like, hey, stop. And then like, I'm not riding the Jeep with them. Okay, bye. <laughs> and it's like, wait. And then all of a sudden, he's just magically back in the Jeep. And yeah. they're just, Rhino and, and Johnny Chicago are just at each other's, like, mm-hmm. just peck, 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 you know. All this dumb shit for this entire ride. And at a certain point, we're like, when the fuck are you going to get wherever you're going? Thailand's not <laughs> mm, that big. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And eventually they do get there. Mm. And it's it's this kind of, you know, one of your normal dojo slash base type things yep. where it's like, all right, all these guys are training out in the yard mm-hmm. and everyone knows, <laughs> yes. knows Kung Fu. And all right, we got to find our way in and we're going to save her here. And oh, we all have our own plan. And. Of course, the the sergeant's like, all right, I know what we're going to do. And they just keep talking over her constantly. Oh, because she's a lady. Yes. She's like, no, I have a plan. And then fat fuck is just like, no, no, this will be better. Here's here's a wind up police car. I'm going to wind this up and send it on its way. Well, that was. Yeah. And that'll start the plan. That's part of her plan. That's part of her plan. Yes. That was That's, part of it her ended plan. Up him I don't, saying, to I be don't fair, think that we, was her plan. We never heard her plan. Right. Yeah. Because at some point, like, they're they're talking over each other, and then Black Belt Jones is like, elephants. We're going to use elephants. That's her plan. And well, she's no. like, it is? Yeah. yeah. He says, That's. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> it is one of those things also it's conf- where it's confusing. Right, they're like, we're going to use elephants. We're going to. Mm-hmm. At first, they're talking about sneaking in and doing all this, like, stealth. Well, or blowing holes in the side of the wall which yeah. you know then fat guy's like make one big enough for me yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. big you guys so- <laughs> great, would you say he's a great big fat sidekick yeah. <laughs> so they all uncomfortably ride elephants up to the front uh-huh. and then that's when he sets off the little eu eu car which you're gonna hear through this entire fucking fight scene yeah you know and it's a little like you know foot long car mm-hmm and he sends it in. Which and, is clearly being pulled along with a string yeah, throughout the entire scene. Absolutely. But there's, they, are all, they all stop what they're doing. They're like, wait, what is that? And one guy comes out, opens up the door, looks at the car, watches it roll in. And this is when Fat Fuck goes, charge! And then the elephants go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, they walk they as slow as a in. fucking elephant can possibly walk. So the guy goes, oh my God, and shuts the door. <laughs> And thus, yeah, invalidating invalidates everything. entirely anything that they had planned ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah, until one way, of them just smashes in a wall. Yeah. And by the way, fat fucks elephant wouldn't move because he's fat. I assume. Yeah. And yeah. So because just, he's an asshole, and well, elephants can elephants tell. Know. That's true. They yeah. remember. Yeah, they never forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they know. They yeah. No, they sense evil. That's true. And yeah. they knew. Yeah. Bees and dogs and elephants. It's... This fat piece of garbage was evil. <laughs> yes. Jones's elephant is capable enough to where it kind of smashes its way in. That's how they get in. And it also looks like he is about to fall off of it at any second. Mm-hmm. Who, who was this? Jones's? Yeah. Yes. Jones's which, elephant which, was. Which, by the, the way, was not Jim Kelly. No, no. That was clearly an Asian yeah. dude with an yeah. Afro wig on. Yes. Like, <laughs> Jim Kelly was like, I'm not getting on that fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame him. No, no, no. Because whoever this dude was looked like he was like, yeah. seconds from death. Yeah. 
Yeah, but this starts. I mean, they just they all get in there eventually, and yeah, fat, all get surrounded by their own group of dudes, and they mm-hmm. have to fend them off. Yeah, fat fuck jumps off his elephant, grabs like what looks like a railroad tie. Yeah, and he's like, "I would do it myself." And like knocks a tree the door truck. down himself. Yeah. 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 And then throws that at some guys. Yeah. yeah. And then later, which, later, his elephant just starts fucking up a wall. And he's like, thanks. Yeah. yeah. And then he punches the elephant. He does. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it, inadvertently. Is it? I don't know. It seemed like he's a, in the he, middle of a fight, turns around and punches the elephant, I guess. But it's also Johnny Chicago gets his hat knocked off and stomped on. Mm-hmm. And this leads to the entire scene of, you know, everyone fighting him going to the different people, like basically telling his group that's fighting him, go, hey, Come on, let's go over here real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he goes over to Jim Kelly. He's like, they stomped on my hat. And he's like, just talk to Rhino about it. I don't care. So he goes over to Rhino and he's like, all right, go to the sergeant. She'll fix it for you. Mm-hmm. And so he goes over to sergeant and she's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He's like, what the fight. fuck are you talking about? And she kicks him in the balls. Right. Mm-hmm. But luckily, all the bad guys are kind enough to stop during these interludes yes. of this man bitching about his goddamn hat. Mm-hmm. I got to admit, that kind of works for I, I me. I kind of like it too. <laughs> yeah. I like it. <laughs> That they everyone's having these serious fights, and this guy's just running back and forth, and his group's like, "Okay, what are we doing now?" Yeah, like it's a rare bit of something in this movie that works, and yeah. I I applaud it. Yeah. Time out, guys. Yeah, yeah. It, it's Zach it's, Morris time out. It, it's played just right enough for me, at least. I can see how you guys would be like, "Nah, fuck all that." When you're in the middle of fucking hating this movie, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to appreciate a little tiny thing that's good about it but yes but they eventually get her you know jim kelly punches the lock off i guess and yeah he literally does yeah (laughs) and they take off with her and you know this group just kind of lets them go well yeah because that's kind of what they were instructed to do i think yeah Yeah, i mean like they could have sold it a little bit yeah but there's also like that's the other thing is like there's a there's a large group of guys who aren't even involved in the fight. They're just kind of sitting back watching mm-hmm. because then at the end, you know, fat fucks basically like, hey, watch this and pulls out another one of those cop cars, sends it into the place to which these guys that weren't even fighting. They're just kind of st- sitting there, walk up. They're and, all the chefs. Yeah, cooks. Sure. For whatever reason, he walks up and is like, I'm going to smack this thing, which he, you know, I don't know. He poked at it for a few seconds like he was doing something, and apparently he was placing explosives because this guy smacks at it, and, and the screen just goes to, an ex- you know, cuts to an explosion. Stuff blowing yeah. Screen-filling explosion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a screen cut to explosion. You know, like, yes. there's a difference. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was not something they blew up for this. Right. It was something they got out of the Warner Library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, haha, whatever. He just murdered a bunch of people, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sure did. But then it just starts the road trip. Yeah. They're just on a... a just a slow ass walk to wherever the fuck it is they're going, and because they still have their jeep. Because like, do they start in the jeep or do they just lose the jeep right away? I think they lost the jeep. Yeah. Because yeah. like they, they just kind of like get. Oh, in- they they get somewhere and they get a boat. That's what they they go yeah, get. This, right. yeah, they go down to the waterfront and get yeah. a boat. They, they go. Yeah, they walk to this place which I guess they had set up. They're like, oh, is the boat ready? And it's this rickety ass fucking boat, you mm-hmm. know, that they that they had. And it should be noted, like, at this point, like, Crab Rangoon and company is basically, like, calling in other henchmen. That'll yeah. never get old. And <laughs> Crab Rangoon will never get old. And, ser- and, and, like, I don't understand why, but every time he calls in a new batch of henchmen, they've got new weird, weird-ass <laughs> wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everyone's the, got thematic wardrobe. The happening. first batch is literally the fucking Bloodhound Gang. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally calls in the fucking Bloodhound Gang, and... <laughs> <laughs> and like 
I, I don't. There's no other way to describe it. They're wearing like, like what you would think a, a like a monkey costume would be from like the 1940s, where mm-hmm. it's like this. Like I said, like look up the. the it's both racist and inaccurate. <laughs> yes. Not, is it racist? I, I don't I, know. Like I, it's just fucking. No, stupid. it's just they they are wearing like blackface. Their faces are painted black. They're yeah. they're all blacked out. Yeah, um, yeah but it's they kind of like half mime costumes. Yeah, yeah. But they're wearing like leotards and like, and there's like a jester leggings. like jester things around the necks yeah, or something. And, and there's like, like ball things hanging from their belts. Yeah, it's like Fruit of the Loom grapes like hanging yeah. on their on their belts. Like, I, I don't know. Their junk. Like, at this point, they just showed up, and I was like, seriously, what the fuck is happening in this movie? <laughs> uh-huh. Because they get on this boat, and again, it's just more hijinks on the boat as they're coasting along this one foot deep river that they're on. Mm-hmm. And then these guys are just kind of all around and jump out of the trees like, ha, and <laughs> land all around the boat. And like, a couple of them land on the boat. And then there's just a fight with these dudes. Yes. Like, I, yeah. And a fight in the water should kind of work in that it's like, all right, you know, maybe show he doesn't have to do kicks all the time. You mm-hmm. know, he uses upper body, but it doesn't really play out any better than it would have on land. No. No. I mean, it's one of those things that was probably like, this would be a cool idea. But the execution just isn't anything special. Well, sort of like this, because like a few of these guys jump out of the trees at them, and then there's like this Mighty Ducks flying V formation that comes up out of the water in front of them. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why, but it's like it's not executed well. Like, you know, yeah. like I don't know, ten or so of just whoosh, all simultaneously come out of the water, but like yeah. half of them are like, oh, I got water in my nose, and <laughs> they're not like coming out of the water cool. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. Yeah. And yeah. So whatever they dispatch of these guys and they just kind of go away. But the boat gets wrecked yeah. in the process. Yeah, because like everyone that was left on the boat just wasn't watching where they're going. And it's it's not like the guys went, hey, let's wreck the boat. They literally just like, oh, let's watch this action over here. And oh, we crashed into the shore slash a tree and it just they decapitated were, the boat. They were rubbernecking. Our, our boat instantly disintegrated. Yeah, they were, they were rubbernecking. That's yeah. what happens it was when, you, held when together you watch by, the accident yeah, off to the side. held together by tree sap and snot. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So then they have to walk. And they walk to a village. They do. Where they're just like, all right, we're going to hang out in this village for a while. They're and like, you guys got transportation? And they're like, yeah, but you got to sit here and do a bunch of bullshit first. Yeah, like they're having a big festival ceremony thing for a wedding, they say. Sure. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, the the uh, flabby guy is not our flabby guy, but the new flabby guy <laughs> is <laughs> going to get married to his third wife. Okay. And then uh, Rhino and new flabby guy... <laughs> get into a pushing match well, and then they get into a wrestling match yeah. village flabby guy kind of comes up and goes like hey i'm the flabby guy here and yeah, he's like yeah. who do you think you are flabby guy yeah and so like he fights this guy and ends up like pantsing him basically or, or something of the equivalent yeah. and then like that guy runs away embarrassed and then new bride is like i guess i'm yours now and her well, child flabby and- guy comes over and brings the wife over is like here she's yours now or somebody does yeah yeah well, he like, does that I- before the fight is even over like before the fight even starts, oh he right, because he wanted the he wanted um, Rhino's car. He he had tucked the car that mm-hmm. the little toy car back into his shirt for some reason. Yeah, um, it, it, and yeah. he's like, I Dumb. want that. I want that car. And so they wrestled over car versus wife. You know, old car wifey. It's the old yeah. car versus wife story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. that old yard. And so, since, yeah. since Rhino won, he got to keep the car and the wife. Right. Yeah, but we don't realize that he's keeping the wife until. They get their transportation, which is basically like, you know, cattle and, and pulling it, carts. And just because I want to I want to reiterate how fucking terrible Rhino is throughout this movie. He is also just like 
saunters over and joins in on like the ladies doing some sort of ceremony with rice and these like strainer things mm-hmm. and it's just like ha, ha, look at me y'all you know like fucking logan paul yeah he fucking this logan paul's this, this scene yeah yes, and it's like fuck you guy just fuck you just mm-hmm. seriously black belt jones kick his head off of his fucking body yep mm-hmm. but no black belt jones just seems mildly amused by him yeah he he has a he fights a guy with a stick ceremonial like oh yeah Sure. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, you guys tied. Yay. And <laughs> no tied. one watching gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just staring at him. But they finally get their transportation, which are these, you know, like you were saying, these, like, single carts with, you know, cattle. Two cattle in front of them. And they act like, I can't believe this is what they gave us after all that. I'm like, what the fuck did you think they had there? Yeah. <laughs> they're eating <laughs> dirt. <laughs> they don't have a fucking helicopter over there, asshole. And if they did, they wouldn't have any fucking gas. I mean, where did you think the Lotus that turned into a submarine was hidden? <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so they get in these things, and it's just them whipping the hell out of these cattle for the whole time. They're mm-hmm. going somewhere. Yeah, and eventually they stop like to sleep for the night, and and they realize that oh wait the the girl and her son have followed them, mm-hmm. and uh, the sergeant has to translate to to Captain Fatass <laughs> that oh yeah she's yours now yeah like and he's like I don't wanna and he's like okay oh no not only that he's like you better learn how to make submarine yeah. sandwiches yeah put that kid to bed because yeah. no, he like immediately fat. turns into the world's shittiest stepfather go get me some cigarettes yeah <laughs> god ah oh, fuck that guy god <laughs> damn it yeah yeah but also this is when when uh black belt jones is just like something's up with the lady Th- there was one other fight somewhere before this because like I want to say the order was the Bloodhound Gang. Then there was like the the Flintstones Gang because suddenly they had well, like caveman. Yeah. Well, the Bloodhound Gang one kind of continues once they get on land. Right. There's a few of them left who kidnap her briefly. Mm-hmm. Sure. But then she's running back to the group, and that's like where he does that roll where he flips the guy on top of him thing. Yeah. But, but then they get attacked by the other group a little later. After is it this. is it the caveman group is after this? Because like yes. there, yeah. there was also the, what we called the bad haircut gang because they yeah. bring these guys in and they coat oh, them. Yeah. They coat them in mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens that night because right. like he he suspects that something's up with the right. lady. Yeah, because she's just been acting shifty. But meanwhile, Johnny Chicago has apparently fallen in love with her despite having like one half of a conversation. He's like, I don't know, man. I've never felt this way before. That's, but. that's because as the as Black Belt Jones tells the the sergeant lady, like he had a wife and kid, and they were blown up yeah. in front of him. Yes, yeah. in front of him. five years ago, <laughs> and <laughs> since then he's been kind of useless. That, was that just, in Black Belt Jones? <laughs> like I honestly, I I only remember the car wash fight in Black Black Belt. Wait, Jones. Was, the, was, I remember was Johnny Chicago in else. Black Belt Jones? Uh, no, no. Okay, no. okay. I just I remember nothing else of Black Belt Jones. So yeah. I just I, remember him winning at the end and saying, "Let's go to McDonald's." Yes, <laughs> and right. all the kids yep. go, "Yay!" Yep, that's yeah, yeah. literally all I remember. I don't yeah. remember. But I, I mean, it was just like such an offhanded way to tell a story of like a horrific event. <laughs> it was like, yeah. yeah, he had a wife and a kid. They, they were blown up. They so anywho, up. but uh, <laughs> yeah. so I guess he loves this new lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. But yes. He, he just wandered. He's like, I, I feel like we're being watched. I'm going to go check out this temple over here mm-hmm. and wanders into it. And they've taken the bad haircut gang and dip them in mud and stuff. <laughs> and they're just kind of hanging out at this, at this temple. I guess pretending to be statues, despite the fact that they're not perfectly covered up in this white caked on mud. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they don't look like marble at all. They look like dudes just standing there just doing stage freeze. Yeah. yeah, so of course he walks in and they're all like, 
hey, we aren't statues at all. We're just dudes doing stage freeze. And then, again, like, any element of surprise is ruined by the fact that they go, ha, before they're, like, right on top of them. Yep. Because this is one of those movies where... Any fight will any any fight will be undercut by somebody doing something stupid right before it happens. Mm-hmm. But they all have swords, mm-hmm. and he, Black Belt Jones, also gets a sword. Yeah, and well, one by one he murders them all. Yeah, to which they all have funny screams. Yeah. Every single one of them has a funny scream when they die. It recycles a few times, yeah. but yeah, some mm-hmm. of them are real good about like flipping as they die, mm-hmm. like just oh, yeah. not just falling back, but doing like a three sixty flip as mm-hmm. they fall back, and then they dub in some ridiculous yow. <laughs> yeah. But, like, at one point, he is surrounded by three dudes with swords. And I'm like, you're fucking dead. Like, they mm-hmm. should be killing you now, hacking you to bits. And he just, one by one, you know, murders well, they, them. They politely wait and take turns. Like, yeah, like, that's a like, real dumb like thing. Like you do in bad kung fu movies. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, he murders all those dudes and then goes back. Mm-hmm. And this is just frolic in the waterfall time? Mm. No, there's she loses her purse off the side yeah. of a mountain oh, or whatever right. yeah. off, off the trail. Rubber ball bounces out of there. Yeah, which which lands <laughs> in in as it turns out, it's quicksand. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I gotta get my purse. We have to get my purse. Yeah. I have to get that purse. And Jim Kelly's like, All right, there, we, you yeah. know. Have we talked about why what's in her purse? Like because there's been a scene with Crab Rangoon mm-hmm. who says. She stole my letters, the letters that prove that I'm playing both sides against each other. Sure. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. But she also has her stack of photocopied money. I know. Mm-hmm. But but like her thing is like th- this blackmail, th- this thing proving that. Yeah. Because at some point she said like actually when they retrieve it finally, yeah. like Jim Kelly says that thing must be pretty important. Yeah. She says, yeah, it's my insurance. Life insurance. Yeah. Because, yeah, the, the little kid of the inherited bride mm-hmm. runs down and is like, I'll get the purse and then just <laughs> runs out in the middle of the field and like, oh, quicksand. They. All fu- I, I when we were watching it, I thought the director had pushed each individual cast member down this hill because they all just flail and fall down there into the quicksand. They all become four year olds. <laughs> like they just I don't know what. Ah. Yeah. Like, OK, so fat fuck is the first one down there is like, I'll save the kid. Yeah. And, and you're like, please die yeah. doing so. Yeah, yeah, dive head first and let him climb out using your right. giant, yeah. enormous body. And we will remember you. <laughs> I mean, he's no, right. we won't. I mean, we'll forget thing about is, you as like, fast This as asshole's wearing a fucking tablecloth. He is. On. Yeah. He's wearing like six layers that he could easily throw to this kid because this patch of quicksand is like maybe two feet wide. It's basically enough to maybe swallow him up if he went head first. Yeah. And no, he has to like go get a tree trunk and then step into the quicksand to which everyone has to make a human chain and fish this kid out. And eventually like... Mountain out of a molehill here, save this fucking kid. And then that's when Jim Kelly's like, pretty important purse or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then whatever, they leave. Yeah, because yeah. he, he tells the, the police lady, like, I sure would like to get a look inside that purse. It's yeah. just like, yeah. ew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, her handbag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that's when they eventually, they get to frolicking in the mm-hmm. waterfall yeah. stuff where they've all paired off and now they're all, you they're know, they're all lately. in life. Yes. Yeah, giant Chicago and what's her face? Yep, and, they, fa- they, and fake shimp and uh-huh. and then yeah, uh, yeah. and then the uh, fake shimp. <laughs> Man, it's really bad if you're fake shimp. <laughs> yeah, and, and then you fatty know, and his new wife. Yeah, are, fatty and new are wife. Making and, a new and, home. and that's what he tells the kid. He's like, 
go buy me a newspaper or something. It, there's, yeah. a, there's a town a couple miles away. A candy store. Yeah. Candy store or something. Go, go get me a newspaper. There's yeah. a candy store a yeah, mile because, down the road. Because she's Way let her hair down and mm-hmm. she's an attractive oh, woman. Now she's now. hot. Everyone, like, even Jim Kelly was like, oh, yeah. she's a lady. <laughs> Underneath that hat. Look at that. Dad hat. Well, there, I do like earlier on, like, when they all have to go to sleep. Jim Kelly goes, I hope she kills you in your sleep. <laughs> yes. And we're like, yeah, yeah, you're damn right, Jim Kelly. All of us do. Yeah. <laughs> Please let her kill you in, his, in your fucking sleep, you yep. fat fuck piece of shit. <laughs> Asshole bastard. Yes. For the record, we don't care if you're fat. Be fat if you're going to be fat. Sure. Just, don't be a piece don't of shit. Don't be a piece of shit. Don't be a piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. Please. God damn it. Be fat. Guy. Just don't be a fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. And we won't call but you anyway, a fat yes. Fuck. Now she's, she's warmed up to this fat piece of trash yeah she's, and she's into it yeah and meanwhile jim kelly and the sergeant are frolicking in the water almost and... attempting to drown one another <laughs> yeah well because they both are competent fighters so they're like fighting are in they? this well <laughs> okay in the movie they're competent fighters yeah. and they're trying to prove it they're they're love fighting or something mm-hmm. i don't know yeah yeah but they're in like a foot of water so every time they like flip each other it's like ow yeah you that know. could go yeah. horribly wrong meanwhile johnny chicago and the hostage are just straight up boning mm-hmm. johnny in the chicago bushes in the hostage <laughs> this, Man, see? this fall on abc <laughs> i'm johnny chicago and you're the hostage see every week johnny chicago takes a new hostage <laughs> and he bones that one too he falls in love he's never fallen in love so since his family got blowed up. Yeah. But now... I believe in consensual sex. <laughs> Johnny fucking Chicago. Uh, yeah, you may be a hostage, but I'm a hostage to my emotions. And then, and then they're just like... They, they take enough time to put their, their underwear back on, basically, and come yeah. out. And they start frolicking with the group. Yeah, they're just like, and, splash fight! Yeah. Whee! And this is when, like, the whole group that was... um, Yeah, it's like the all the themed band. gangs the have shown gang. up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this is the leopard print gang. And and the leopard print leader has brought Crab Rangoon there. Mm-hmm. And he's like and, and Crab Rangoon is like not about it. He's like, they just frolic in the water. Yeah. They, there's no Well so you, you there was a brief scene where you saw someone reach in and switch out her purse. Yeah. Or at least take out something. Oh, that was uh Jim Kelly was, yeah. Yeah, he, was oh, inspecting he? her purse. Yeah. Because okay. he, he yeah. took the he took the the proof uh, out of the purse. Okay. Yeah, because the proof was in the purse. While they're frolicking, he's like he actually tells the sergeant, he's like, Now's the time to get in there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and so they, you know, the two of them are off, and so he sneaks in, finds the thing, okay, okay. and that's when like they, they come and they snatch her up again, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and like John Chicago's like fights a couple dudes on horses with spears, yeah, mm-hmm. kicks their ass, and he's wearing a speedo the whole time, but no, he's just wearing his boring, his like <laughs> his brown, brown ass, ass underwear, underwear. Yeah. yeah, brown ass nineteen seventy six underwear, right. mm-hmm. but yeah, but he beats them, and then you know they get the girl, and they're getting away, and Jim Kelly's like, nah, man. Let her go. <laughs> They're She'll, literally three feet back. away. She'll be back. <laughs> three feet away. And he's like, it's okay. <laughs> Don't go after also, him. Also, one of those guys on horseback had a gun uh-huh. and came at uh, Johnny Chicago just like, yeah. like he had a spear. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. please shoot Johnny Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> please do. <laughs> I haven't given up on Johnny but- Chicago. I think if you remove Rhino from yeah. the equation, Johnny Chicago becomes an okay guy. Johnny Chicago mm-hmm. has trauma. Yeah. He's he's going through some shit, yeah. and it's sure. not being helped by fucking Rhino, fucking everything up. <laughs> yeah. So, but it takes two to tango, and Johnny sure Chicago. Does. That's true. Yeah, has a rose in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Good point. So eloquent. <laughs> but yeah, so they they get the purse, or like the you know cream cheese Rangoon has the purse, and he's just like dumping it out, and he's just like the letters aren't here, Arr, you know. 
So they head back they over there. Back. Meanwhile, <laughs> Jim, Jim Kelly and co have built like a, a rocket Gatling gun. They've <laughs> a teamed up this thing in minutes that, yes, it looks like you, you're like, is this a bamboo Gatling gun? Like, what are they going to shoot? And they're like, load up the rockets. rockets. And like this whole time, like when they left the wedding festival, whatever, they were fucking around with a bunch of firecrackers. So apparently they just stole like this community's half of this community's fireworks for this festival. Mm-hmm. They just took all of them. So you see him fashioning these little bottle rockets and stuff. And yeah. for some reason, they have toys and shit like they also have fatty a kite. Ha- fatty has the toys. They yeah. have a kite for some reason, too. I he, mm-hmm. he took a kite from the village. Yes. OK, so they, they just do, took these people's shit <laughs> as shitty as a lot of this is. They do establish a few things, which okay. is he has a fascination with toys for some reason. He's the reason the kid had the slinky because he's yeah, he's got his he's like his syrup has all sorts of like sandwiches and mayonnaise and sausages and I don't like the implication yeah. of this either that this fat weird asshole is running around with toys. You know, like, <laughs> he likes toys. Mm. Yeah, like, I mean, a, like a predatory Santa Claus or something. <laughs> yeah, you got a point. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, so they've they've made a perimeter basically, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, yeah, come and, at us, bro. And, and Crab Rangoon's like, all right, we'll trade you the girl for the letters. Mm-hmm. Because we know you have them. Yep. Yeah. It it seems like Crabber and Goon and Company show up in the middle of them still like trying to lay their traps. Oh yeah. yeah. They're finishing. They're finishing everything up. They put like, yeah. like oh. two rockets into their bottle. Their bottle rocket launcher. But they, well, they yeah, because he asked her like two questions yeah. once he got yeah. there. He's like, "Where are the letters?" She's like, "They're in the bag. I had them." And he's like, "Don't lie to me." <laughs> She's like, "No, I'm Not serious." Bad. But it seemed like they were also like bearing a, a line of like gunpowder or yeah, something too. Yeah, and they were. does any? I don't know if any of that. Yeah, comes that up. paid off. Oh sure. Yeah. yeah. It, totally it didn't off. look very good, but it paid off. Oh, okay. Yeah. In a in a unsatisfying way. Yeah, I was just saying, like this movie was like, as is the style. This movie takes its time when it it's not supposed to, and hurries the fuck up on parts that you want to see. Yeah, because like, like I said, it seems like they're still in this like gearing up, like preparing montage thing where they're gonna home alone these people, and mm-hmm. and then like they just show up like, hey, we're all here. Where's We'll give you the girl for the papers. And yeah. like, and Blackout Jones is basically just like, light it up. You're like, no, well, he, he makes like, the exchange. Yeah, yeah like, he's well, like, yeah, I'm, but... he's like, I'm going to walk out here. And he's like, when she crosses a halfway point, set this shit off. Right. And so she walks back and he's just like, here's your letters. Yeah. See you in a minute. And, then... and he has like a bandolier of black cats across him. And then he, the guy walks away and he goes, you shouldn't turn your back. Mm-hmm. And then takes the time Everything to take his cigar yeah. to light it. Yep. And then throws it. And then everyone waits for a second until they go off. Despite, like, 20 people standing on the perimeter watching whatever the fuck he's doing. Mm-hmm. Also, he misses by, like... A lot. 15 mm-hmm. feet. Yep. The horse is just like, huh, black cats, huh? All right. Yeah. I, I, would, I would like to note that this movie works off this assumption that these people would be frightened by fireworks. I know they're not Chinese. I understand the difference between... But that stuff comes from that region. Yeah. These people would be far more familiar with fireworks than we, as an American audience, were. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, yeah... Great, you got some shitty firecrackers. Whoop de fucking do. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we sent a wheel the size of a yeah. horse up into the air <laughs> yeah. last week. I'm just Fuck saying, off. like, I mean, like this movie like works off this assumption that they're like supposed to be terrified, like, like I, people have never seen fireworks, and it's like, no, they're from this whole fucking region. I feel like I'm the one that keeps making making excuses for this movie, but the fireworks that they employ m- seconds later are literally killing people. So. <laughs> 
I don't think I, I think you're right. They wouldn't be afraid of them. However, they are still lethal. They should be in this movie. <laughs> they, they should be right. Okay. They're still lethal in this movie verse. Yeah, they're you're ballsy, right. but yeah. they're still dead. Yeah, and they're like, and they come out like fucking drunken rockets too. Because oh, they God. come out and they're just going every direction. No, <laughs> or they're just going from <laughs> and just yeah. like yeah. wet farting they come the out like a right in front of the I was gonna say they're whiskey dick rockets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Kitty chasers, whiskey dicks. <laughs> yeah, but oh, over here he's got some snakes. Yeah. <laughs> but they're also they're also dropping fireworks out of the kite that's in the air, mm-hmm. and that that's what sets off the gunpowder on the ground. That there's like some stuff. Up. There's like one basket of like fifteen avocados that explodes. <laughs> Ah, I love and you're like, if all of those are individual explosives, why did you literally put them all in one basket? Those are, those are avocado blows. <laughs> <laughs> they put all of their eggs in one basket. I know, but that was because he maybe killed one person doing that. Yeah. And it also produced one small explosion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it, but it also works like, like somehow the Crab Rangoon's guys leave, but they might as well leave because they already got the papers they wanted anyway. Uh-huh. So who cares? And yeah. plus, it's like the implication that whether whatever other side is also showing up. So like. They're also kind of fighting with Crab Rangoon and whatever other side it is. And I, I don't know. It's just no, it's I, chaotic I, at the end. Yeah. But it ends. And then, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, hey, lady, you got some explaining to do. Mm-hmm. And she goes, OK, my real name is <laughs> Bang. <laughs> and she gets shot. To which I said, and how do you spell that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they don't seem to give a fuck. No. Like the second this lady's shot is like there is this brief like, oh, no, she's shot. And then they're just walking down like nothing happened. Yeah. Like, they, they they linger more on her purse than they do her dead body because like you never see her again. I don't know what they, they did just with drop her. her. I think so. It's just like yeah. well, fuck this lady. <laughs> yeah, she's not the real one anyway. She's so. not even good enough to confess now. So just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's. <laughs> it, but this, this is, is when just, they everyone goes back to the palace. I guess. Yeah, they go. Well, we gotta go get the the real lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this wasn't the real lady. Let's go get the real lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they go get the real lady. <laughs> Yeah, and this is mostly just Jim Kelly beating ass through dudes. Yes. Until he gets to Crab Rangoon and his two head Crab Rangoons. Mm-hmm. And he's and, and he's got the real he's got the real it's, it's, hostage. It's the side of wontons. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's sweet and sour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but okay, so it's a bad shot on this bridge when Jim Kelly's coming across and fighting these dudes oh. because the camera is mostly obscured by this pylon the whole time which is well yeah well they start out going straight down the bridge yeah. and then they like go around the architecture so that they're at like a 45 degree angle mm-hmm. but the angle they choose literally hides one of the fighters that he fights against yeah because this thing is so big in the front of the frame but when he goes through like these four dudes and gets to the end he points at crab rangoon just like just it's... in the coolest way possible just like hey man I'm coming over there to kick your ass. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like the bad shot was worth like using the bad shot to set that up yeah. was totally worth it. Yeah, that's like the single most delightful moment in this film yeah. is just mm-hmm. his little gesture over like, I'm coming to kill you. Now, yeah. he's set up this contraption where he has he has the real senator's daughter hanging over the tiger pit by like a pulley and mm-hmm. he's got crucified on this thing. Yeah, <laughs> And he's got the two henchmen basically standing by. He's like, they're going to fight you. Yep. If you win, I drop her. And then he's like, kill him. Yep. And then they come at him and, and he's just like, whatever, slap, slap, you're dead. <laughs> and then they come out. They had come at him with daggers or some mm-hmm. some, some, some yep. sort of knives. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, OK, well, I'm going to make good on my promise and let's go of the chain that's holding her up. And then he takes the dagger and goes and like King right through the chain and like stops her in place. And yeah. the guy's like, 
pretty good trick. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, as if, as if I, it isn't obvious that I hate this movie anyway, like they, they could have salvaged so much of this movie in my, in my mind by the fact that like there, there has been nothing up to this point to establish that like Rangoon has any kind of fighting scales styles whatsoever. Yeah. That he's just, he's just a dude mm-hmm. who happens. He's just got a sweet beard. Yeah. He's got a sweet mustache. beard and he runs this shit. Yeah. And then he goes something like, I don't remember what the setup line was, but he goes like, you've only learned when you've learned how to die or something like that. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Jim Kelly should have in one kick, kicked this motherfucker in the tiger cage and said, class dismissed or schools out or mm-hmm. something like that. And that should have ended this fucking movie. And that would have been amazing. But no, they no. F- like no. he just says or to live. Yeah. yeah or learn how to learn how to live. Yeah. And so then they fight and eventually <laughs> Brian Goon's like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. All right. That's kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of just said the opposite of what I said. <laughs> so I'm rubber and you're glue. <laughs> Let's fight now. Yeah. And they fight and he's like kind of keeps up with Jim Kelly for about two minutes. Well, he, he gets I mean, he gets in some shots. On yeah. Him. He's, mm-hmm. the, he's the first person to actually take Jim Kelly down. Right. To where Jim Kelly gets up and has this look on his face like, oh. Well, the stick mm. dude was giving him a run for his money, too, in the village. But anyway. Speaking of but stick like dude, this. we did not, not mention like the dude who shit out toothpicks when he died. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Time out, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the real stick dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So as we've established, this this guy has a habit of murdering his henchmen, mm-hmm. which terrible, you know, organizational structure. It's don't, not good motivation. Yeah. No. Don't, don't ever work for a place like that. Just, uh <laughs> Um, so if you're ever a henchman and one of your friends gets murdered by the boss, quit your job. Yeah, run away. Yeah. Um, anywho. Unless your friend's just, like, really fucked up. And then, yeah. you know. Yeah. But anyway, so, yeah, like, I don't even think this guy necessarily fucked up. He was just the guy that was, like, sent to watch the real lady yeah. while the other one was broken out. But I guess she also maybe possibly escaped briefly, even though she's completely recaptured off screen. It was just basically yeah. because the, the dudes that went after them lost the fight. It, that's basically what it was. He was just mad. No, like, there was this yeah, whole was conversation about, about like the, about how she escaped naked. Yeah. yeah, like that. Like we found her clothes, but she wasn't oh, there. Oh, not how she escaped. How she got the papers. Is that what it was? Yeah, oh, it was about yeah. her getting the papers. It, she shimmed across this. Yeah, and gave the papers to the right. fake lady. Yeah. Okay, fine. But anyway, like this guy was just like, yeah, I guess she got out and da 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 da, and he's like, cool. All right, we'll strangle this guy to death. And it's just this shot, this foot level shot where there's two, there's two. Sweet and sour is two henchmen mm-hmm. pick this dude up and hug him to death, and then, <laughs> yeah, they drop like half a box of toothpicks on the ground, and and there is no explanation. I don't. There's no reasoning. There's Somebody no out setup. there has to know. I what the reasoning. I was baffled is. by it. I was just like that man just shat toothpicks. I mean, I kind of want to go back and see what he was wearing. I don't know if like a necklace or something ex- popped that he was. I mean, obviously it was something they purposely set up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was part of his costume that did it, but you're just looking at it and it's like he just shit out matchsticks. What the mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Like what? <laughs> I, I don't know. But yeah. yes. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Back yeah. to the end of the movie. Sorry. So they fight for a little while. Jim Kelly gets sort of you know he doesn't get his ass kicked but like he, this guy gives him a run for his some money shots in enough but then, to where he's like well and then, but then he starts doing the super fast foot shuffle thing yeah mm-hmm. that like kind of muhammad ali yeah. thing yeah. you know like, like hey my watch feet, watch, watch my feet, punch. you know and then yeah just punches the dude in the tiger cage and cut to like i've been punching the tiger cage once it hurt like a son of a bitch <laughs> yeah, and, then with, just, and, and her like looking down like it's a shot of her going, right oh oh yeah. that's rough but then just <laughs> cut to hurt 
the cut to Amelia, like she's down, she's saved, we're out of here. Mm-hmm. Like and and yeah, like her being loaded into the limo to like go back home, you know. Yeah. Pres- you know, presidential escort. Yeah, the, the diplomats have shown up yeah. to escort her home. It's like good timing, guys. And then like she's just kind of looking at Chicago, Johnny Chicago, and he's like, "Man, you seem so familiar to me." And she's like, "Oh, well, that's nice, interesting. Okay, yeah. bye." And gets in the limo, and then for inexplic- inexplicable reasons, go ha- hangs her head out the window and goes like, "Well, if you think me, you know me, why don't you get in the car with me?" Mm-hmm. And he's just like, "Woohoo, yeah!" yeah I'm All in. right. Like, yeah. He actually gives fist pumps yeah. at everybody as he's getting in the car. Yeah. He does the double like wrestling victory yeah. pose, fist pumps, like yes, <laughs> the fucking man. And then it's basically time to wrap up the movie, except for they're like. Jim Kelly's like, I just want to go to the airport and get the fuck out of this country. Like, mm-hmm. and and for whatever reason, Rhino's like, Nah, man, you got to go say bye to her. So they drive out to the sergeant's house. He puts on a limo driver costume of some kind. Something yeah. puts like his that. dumb hair under a hat. Puts on a bow tie. Yeah. He looks like an even bigger asshole. Yeah, than he normal. does. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they they drive out to this this hut, and he's like. You need to go. It's a nice house. She, it's she's, a, she's. It's still a fucking hut. It's not a hut. She has like a house house. I don't know. Okay. And she basically Anyways. says, "Hey, why don't you come for dinner, and for breakfast? We're in Thailand. We do this my way. Yeah. Take off your shoes." And he just gives her this like, "Oh yeah, look," which is about as "oh yeah" look as Jim Kelly can give because his range isn't great. No, <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, but I mean, yes. his, his range throughout the movie has been Johnny Chicago telling people he's got a lot of girlfriends. Yeah, that's that's the extent of him being a badass in this is Johnny Chicago. Well, he has more range during his fight scenes because he's just making all these weird faces. And it's like he's doing stupid kung fu face. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but it's also like sometimes he's laughing and looks like he's having fun. And other times he's like, oh, I'm all serious. Like yeah. he's like the guy when you're playing basketball against him and like you're not guarding him, but he'll try guarding you. But then if you get pissed off, be like, oh, we're just having fun, man. <laughs> and he'll laugh at you. But like if you try guarding him, he'll be like, oh, fuck you. Oh, it's on now. You know, like that's kind of the faces jim kelly gives the entire movie whenever he's in a fight scene yeah where it's like i don't know like if you're losing or winning right now because you're just you're making weird faces dude Mm -hmm. and he makes a weird face at the end and then fat fuck fuckity fuck (laughs) says something (laughs) and then the movie's over Mm -hmm. and his child bride was back too yeah Yeah. with the kid Yeah. yeah yeah and just violently smashed the end credits which is a recap of the movie. Yeah, which is literally a montage of the movie itself. Yeah. Which would have been a lot better. Mm, probably. It's over. Hot Potato's mm. over. Yeah, no Stargrove. Nope. No theme song, no nothing. Nothing. Though there is, what, what was somebody, did you say, Harlow, that it was like Carnival of the Elephants or something during oh, one of the fight scenes? Yeah, seriously, there, there's one fight scene where they might as well have been playing Baby Elephant Walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was like a not the same thing, but it was like, it was that level of whimsical music, and it was like, but there's a serious fight happening. Yeah. It was like Jim Kelly taking out eight dudes, mm-hmm. but it was all set to this cartoon well, music. And there's also the music cue that's half the James Bond themes that <laughs> stops. Yeah. It's the buildup. It's the da, yeah. da, 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 and then it doesn't do it, and you're like, wait. <laughs> yeah, it shifts to, to something else. It also else. does a, like a, it's 10 percent different I mean, we swear as if we didn't know that they were trying to do a james bond thing with this right. but mm-hmm. just also miserably. i sure should didn't get that out of this <laughs> there was uh, the cop car the little toy cop car was zero 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 seven okay and the number plate on the front of the car that pulled up in the last scene was also zero zero seven something or the second last scene the one with the 
I thought the car was 0008. I know there were there two was cars. One that was, that was a... The first one was 0008. Because I was like, is that 0008 or 8000? The cop car? Because you could flip it either way. Mm-hmm. The cop car, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it must have been the other one, one that was 007. Yeah, I think the first one that, that went in mm. should have been 8008. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Also, also, this movie can go to seven seven three four. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so are we ready? Are we ready to rate? Yeah, I feel like I liked it more than you guys, but I'm still giving it two bags because there's it's there are certain things that appeal to me about it, but on the whole, like having to deal with with Captain Fat Fuck and hey, he's not ranking that high. He's like yeah, whatever. He's barely Ensign Fat Fuck. <sighs> yeah, no Ensign Award. Chief Fat Fuck. Private Fat <laughs> yeah. Fuck. But cadet fat fuck. I'm I'm just I'm realizing I don't think I like Jim Kelly. Like I just I, he doesn't feel like either he doesn't feel like he's a good fighter or they never p- really pit him against anyone who can fight. Because these scenes all feel clumsy mm-hmm. in a way that they shouldn't. For think, think about like three the hard way though. Like dude can fight. Yeah, I, and I guess yeah. they're just like not getting good stuntmen yeah, to yeah. go up against him because they all the scenes just feel bad. Fights were all choreographed by Jim Kelly. Yeah. That, so yeah. I don't know. I, I just yeah. And just having to deal with him running around with all these other assholes and no sense of urgency and like mm-hmm. no sense of cohesion to anything in the story. It's two bags. There there's stuff like that should appeal to me and it just never quite works. But I did like the whole hat thing when he's just leading his group of guys he's fighting around so that he could talk to the other groups. <laughs> Somehow that that appealed to me. I'm I'm sorry, Black Exploitation History Month, but this one's this one's three bags. It's, there's not much that saves it from the just the cringe and the that buildup of bile in the back of your throat when you have to watch <laughs> this bullshit happening on your screen. Um, it's just, it's just not good. Uh, well, it feels like he's not even the main character. No, it, it feels like fat bastard is the main character. feels like movie. it doesn't matter who, who the main character of this movie is. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Anything. There's nothing really good about it. It's not like it's not a five bags movie. I didn't want to throw it into the sun and never see it again. Um, it's an interesting thing that exists. Um, uh, once again, I, I would like the plot were it done, you know, in a different way, but or done, you know, just more competently. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe you leave the maybe you leave the fat fuck out, um, <laughs> but you don't really have to. Like you can you can add in a couple people who are competent. Like you could even put a like you could have dragged a pro wrestler out of Mid Atlantic Wrestling and thrown him in um, in Rhino's place. You'd grab the real Rhino. Um, or an actual rhino, and it would be a better movie. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's kind of bad. Nobody nobody fights well the entire movie, and it's probably because all of Jim Kelly's fights were choreographed by Jim Kelly, and everybody else's fights were choreographed by an idiot. Um, <laughs> by a dummy. By a stupid head. Mm-hmm. Butthole. It's a, it's a good <laughs> It's a good point. Yeah, stupid but butthole. It's a mess. It's a mess. I'm I'm sorry that it's part of Black Exploitation History Month. To be frank, yeah. they can't all be winners. It's true. 
And to say how much of not a winner this is, I'm giving it four bags. Uh, <laughs> Two, three, four. I would give it five if it weren't for Jim Kelly. I, I feel the opposite of the way you guys do. I think Jim Kelly is awesome. I think Jim Kelly is just not given anything to go up against in this. It's just, you know, a, a group of dudes who know some martial arts, but there's not at any point one dude who seems as competent as Jim Kelly at mm-hmm. any time. So I think he's doing his best, and maybe that's why he's over-exaggerating everything is because he's trying to pull a decent-looking martial arts fight out of these chumps, basically. Mm-hmm. But I, I Jim Kelly is the only thing i don't have a problem with in this movie except that there's not enough jim kelly that he's he's hardly in it he barely has any lines now i know i think about it he's got like 15 lines in the whole movie yeah so and i get it acting is not his strong point or maybe he was just like he felt like after the shoot was over and he knew it was all going to be adr i was like fuck that shit you're on your own yeah you got me for a day get the most out of it (laughs) maybe i'm seriously like this might have been just a fucking grueling tiring shoot that he was knew was going to be a piece of shit movie it was like you got a day i'll be in the booth for a day that's it yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it, it's it, it's just one of those movies where about 10 minutes in you realize oh that nothing about this movie is going to go right you can it, you just the feeling sets in where you're just like oh man this is not going to be anywhere near what i want it to be just there's no hope for this and so you kind of keep hoping for something really amazing to happen and nothing ever does. There there are a couple of moments along the way that we had a good time with, but man, this is just this is this is almost heartbreaking, you know? Especially considering how much time we've put between Jim Kelly movies over the years. Yeah. And this being a sort of sequel to Black Belt Jones, it's like, man, what? Yeah, and we all gave Black Belt Jones four jocks. Yeah. That's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. just this one, it reminds me of uh What's his name? Sergeant G.W. Pepper. Is it in the oh, in yep. the two Bond movies? Oh, yeah. It's kind of like if you have Pepper just tagging along for the entire movie. That's what this fat fuck is like. Yes. And it's like everything that might be awesome is kind of ruined by his presence being even near it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I said at one point, this is this is I, I'm getting angry. Like this is making me physically angry. Mm-hmm. This movie like they're the shtick between this guy and Johnny Chicago is pissing me off. Yeah. So Um. Almost everything you said. I mean, I I am a staunch defender of Jim Kelly uh, because, like, I mean, dude knows martial arts. Dude studied under Bruce Lee. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, this movie doesn't show that, but he really doesn't look like it in this movie. I'm just... This movie does not show it well at all. No, but I mean, like, you think about Enter the Dragon, you think about Through the Hard Way, you think about even Black Belt Jones. Dude had some moves, and it's just like... They are not showcased in this, and 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 everything surrounding it is just damn near infuriating. That I I got to give it four jocks as well, or four jocks, four bags as well. <laughs> Back that one up. Hold on. Um, yeah, it's just it's yeah, it is a movie that makes me angry. Not quite all the way because like when Jim Kelly is doing like even when he's not doing anything, he just has a presence. Yes, and so like that's that's the thing saving this from like a five bag like this is completely insufferable is just like his presence like gives you this hope throughout the entire movie that like maybe something cool has happened is going to happen. It never does, but it, it, that was the only thing saving me from that. Like just, Oh God, please just shut this off. Like I was just like, maybe he'll do something cool. Like it could come. It it never really quite does, but yeah. Like if this had been some just random chump, like just some guy and they were like, this guy knows karate and he clearly didn't, it would have been the worst. Yeah. Absolute the worst. Yeah. So Jeet Kune do not watch this. 
(laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll always have calling that guy Crab Rangoon, though. That's true. We sure will. What was his real name? Carter Rangoon? Carter. Carl Rangoon. (laughs) (laughs) Which just sounds even dumber. (laughs) Is his formal first name. (laughs) Hello, I'm Carter Snack Food. Oh, well. All right, well, let's take a break, shall we? Okay. All right, and welcome back. Hey! Hey! Bamcast, second half. Mm-hmm. Half number two. This is the half where we talk about stuff that's not the stuff we talked about in the first half. Mm-hmm. But the end is near. It is. One might say, a Ragnarok. What? If you were. Oh. Yeah. You could say that. Oh, okay. Well, it's a Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> say it again. Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> so three yeah. out of the four of us watched Thor Ragnarok for the first time. Uh, I rewatched it. Okay. Yeah. All four of us have watched All, it. Yes. Yes. Because we wanted to be ready for Black Panther. Uh-huh. And in... Marvel's Infinite Wisdom. Yeah, it's not officially out yet. No, that's right. It doesn't Comes come out, out the twentieth. Well, yeah. to be fair, it's, next week it's, they they held it over. It's still in the theaters. Like, I don't know if they did a second release in, yeah. in preparation or if it's just been in the theaters this whole time. Yeah, I, I just I just meant like home know, release. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's dumb. Actually, it is. home release regular ass home disc release isn't for a two weeks from now. Oh yeah, it's like March. Oh, digital sense. is the 20th Yeah, that's of, that it's been February. that way for a while yeah. now where I, I think I'm just saying ahead. like it's going to be I think it's even more like further. a month. Yeah. Like it's usually like about a, almost a month between digital to yeah. disc release mm-hmm. these days. But yeah. yeah, it's like that's how weird this is like it's mm-hmm. it's going to be basically nobody's going to pay attention to it cuz they're all going to be busy with Black Panther. Yeah. But we wanted to be ready for Black Panther. Right. I mean, to be fair, this movie doesn't set up anything in Black Panther. There's there's mm. nothing in this that's in any way relevant to Black Panther. So Probably that we know. Not. Of. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, it, it'll be relevant to the next Avengers movie, but mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. It, yeah. But yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked it, too. I also liked it. It is. It is probably the jokiest out of all of the Marvel movies. I mean, like even more jokey than Guardians of the Galaxy, which seems. You think? Yeah. 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 Mm. Everybody's a quipster in that movie. Yes. Res. I don't like, know if it's jokier than Guardians One. Mm, yeah. Uh, it okay. Is. All right. I yeah. mm. if you insist. Guardians One, you have multiple straight men. Yes. In that movie. This one, it doesn't feel like there's a straight man in the movie. Like no. everybody is a quippy jokester. Which which lends to that I feeling. Mean, Hulk's kind of your Drax. I mean, like Yeah, I don't... but he's still doing funny stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. And when it's Bruce Banner, it's like Oh man, he is just overload jokey mode. Like he, it it's so weird when Mark Ruffalo shows up on set because it's almost like they dropped him in there real quick, and he had to, he had like twelve hours because he is so panicked and just out of breath. And I mean, I think he's, he's been supposed through to some be. shit. I yeah. know, but it's the most manic performance of his as the character. But it makes sense. I mean, yeah, I think he's an actor. I, no, I know it does, but it also just seems like it, it wasn't like he was on set for very long. It feels rushed is is all I'm saying. But um, but even like, well, I mean, f- fuck, even the big bad is jokey. Even the yeah. bigger big bad is jokey. 
you know i mean like all of it is super jokey when you talk about feeling rushed yes i think the whole thing feels like it could either be a half hour shorter or a half hour longer because it's it's basically three big comic book storylines all crammed into one movie i was just gonna say uh, and you and i were talking about this mackie uh it it really should be there are three movies worth of content in not content there are three movies worth of story in this movie um and they kind of blaze through all of it um and nothing really gets served all that well by its time. Like, like I don't want to go into spoiler territory. Well, I wanted more arena stuff. Yes, because, absolutely. Because the fight that everyone knows happens because it's in the freaking trailer. Right. Is in between him and Hulk material. is fucking great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like one of the best fight scenes they've ever had in any of the Marvel movies. It's really, really great. And it has like rhythm and there's ups and downs. And it's just it. It's a back and forth fight that works. Mm-hmm. And it's the only arena fight in the whole movie. And the thing too is it suffers from Terminator two syndrome where the trailers and everything was sold on was like, yeah, he's going to fight Hulk. Whereas through the entire section of the movie, they're like, Oh, the champion, like you don't want to fuck with the champion. Like they hype man, the shit out of the champion. And by the time they get there, you're like, well, it's going to be Hulk. Right. You know, whereas, if you're watching it blind without any of the marketing or anything, you would have been like, man, this is going to be some fucking awesome thing. And then it's going to be even more awesome when you find out it's the fucking Hulk in armor with giant axe and a club. And Yeah. And the way he like they're starting to open the doors and he just fucking blows those doors down. I'm like, that would be just the best reveal. Mm-hmm. But we've had it spoiled, unfortunately. The weird thing is, too, because I went back and watched the, the trailers for this afterwards. The teaser trailer, like the first trailer, is almost all Hulk stuff. The second one, all that that entire plot is barely in that trailer. It's mm-hmm. all Kate Blanchett stuff. It's strange. Like well, I they can still tell you spo- why. <laughs> well, I mean, they still spoil the Hulk thing because there's shots of Hulk in that trailer. But the bulk of that trailer, like, completely avoids mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum world. <laughs> yeah. It's strange. Like, I think Jeff Goldblum is only in that trailer for maybe a second. And that's really strange. Mm-hmm. So Jeff Goldblum in this is fucking wonderful. This is exactly what you want out of Jeff Goldblum. Yes, it well, is. Yeah, he's Jeff Goldblum. It is peak <laughs> fucking Jeff Goldblum like, at his <laughs> everythingiest. I just which I, I love. Yeah, I love that he is not playing a character. Yes, he's yeah. playing Jeff Goldblum. Yes, finally, someone has let Jeff Goldblum be Jeff Goldblum. And I love the fact that at one point he's having a conversation while also jamming in a band. <laughs> yeah, right. Just he's, he's like having a DJ set while he's, he's just yeah. oh, he's got a keyboard. Like, I mean, yeah, I know, but he's got a backing band with him. Mm-hmm. They're all like, oh, you caught us in the middle of this. Let's have a little conversation. <laughs> Tinkle the ivories a little mm-hmm. bit here. La, la, la. Tickle. Tickle the ivories, Chuck. I misspoke. I've been drinking. <laughs> you don't pee pause the ivory. You do. But there yeah, I, my, my thing, I, I kind of agree with it. There's there's two or three storylines going on here. That's too much for this movie. If I had to opt for less half hour, or more half hour, I pick more mm-hmm. for sure. Because yeah. I, honestly, to me, the, the, the Jeff Goldblum storyline world, all that should be its own movie. Absolutely. Like just, yeah. just a wacky Thor adventure trying to escape this planet should have been an entire movie because I take a 60 minute short of just that. Now nah, whole thing because I mean, I, well, it's basically, it was planet Hulk. Sure. Mm-hmm. And whatever the rights are, they can't make a Hulk solo movie. Right. 
So they were like, fuck it. We're putting it in here. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a whole big deal Hulk storyline that a lot of people love. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's that's just, they were like, all right, well, we got to hammer it in. And it just feels almost like, hammer. yeah, but it feels almost like, man, we should have just, maybe you should have just gone all with that and save all the hella stuff for another movie. Yeah. Because I, I honestly because think. Because as it is now, they've used it. The the Thor movies have been as universe shattering as the plots are for the Thor movies. They are seem to be the least consequential movies in terms of the Marvel universe. They're always they just act like it's not a big any of it that's happening in the Thor movies. Not a big deal. So why they had to have. Who are you saying? Are you saying in the movies or in universe? In universe. The, the, they're so detached from everything else. Yeah. Like Thor 2 especially was just like, you know, Harlow and I have talked about this a million times. The things that are going on in that are fucking like the universe is going to end. And yeah. it's just like, well, it's just me, Thor. I guess I'll just deal with this. Yeah, the stakes are existence will end yeah, and if it, this bad guy pulls off his yeah, plan. Yeah, and it didn't help that it's it was the first solo movie post Avengers. Right. You know, it was just mm-hmm. like, hey, call your friends. Yeah. The universe might end. Yeah. You guys Call just formed friends. a team yeah, <laughs> to for, stop this for shit. For world-ending yeah. shit. Yeah, so I just feel like the Thor movies, I like them, but they just feel like so far removed from everything that anyone cares about in-universe and out-of-universe mm-hmm. that that it could be an entire Jeff Goldblum movie. By, by that, I mean the Jeff Goldblum plot line. Yeah. And that would be totally no, let's fine. let's just make everybody Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I just, I just feel like they had to like, oh, we've got to put... Marvel shit in it we've got to just we've got to have the big bad and the you know the the giant revelations and Asgard changing universes and they had to do this giant story when they could have just had the wacky adventure and I think people would have been totally fine with that Mm -hmm. it's fun it is a fun ass movie and that's the thing about it is it's it's almost too fun because I, I you and I talked about this Chuck that there's like big stuff that happens that should have gravity. I mean, there's characters that just get fucking straight up murdered Yep. and they get like five seconds of screen time. And then it's like, yep. Oh, well, whatever. Straight up jumped. Yep. Yeah. Like, all right, you guys are done now. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I understand wanting to sell your big bad guy as super powerful and all that, but it's yep. just kind of like, but honestly for like any, but anyone, but super fans, you need a, re- you need a quick refresher on who the fuck they are and mm-hmm. that they mean something. Yeah, yeah. Because like they haven't had a whatever. I mean, it's almost so inco- inconsequential. It doesn't even feel like a spoiler. Like the way it's treated in the movie, it almost doesn't feel like a spoiler. Am I wrong? I, I'm easily uh, outvoted. I which it, it, remind it, me which this is it, in the most delicate. In the Asgard invasion, mm-hmm. yeah, there are people that just there's some are dead ca- like, like named characters. Like some of them don't even get lines yeah. before getting. Oh, dispatched. oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's almost like they die in such a inconsequential manner that you're like, oh, well, there's something that's going to raise everybody from the dead later mm-hmm. on or something. It's like, nope, there's not. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like those characters have not been treated all that well. Well, they started to, it felt like they sunsetted them in uh, Thor yeah. the Dark World, which I have watched recently. So mm-hmm. yeah. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think it's just, it's. It's more one of those things like it's weird because, you know, unless you're like super fan of of comics, I feel like you're not going to like have any stakes on them going out. And you're also going to be kind of mad because there are important characters that go along with Thor that haven't gotten their day yet. You know, like they haven't had anything super important to do in these movies. And it's like, 
seriously, I know who they are, and you just trumped them. You know, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it goes to the point that like there's big shit that happens mm-hmm. that doesn't feel like a big deal at all. Mm-mm. Whereas you think about one character death in Guardians of the Galaxy two, and I was fucking destroyed. Mm-hmm. You know, and and like big stuff happens for all of them where it never feels like anyone has a personal stake in what's happening at the end of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. So if I, if I can on the second view, I want to say one thing, cause it was, it was my gripe the first time. And I, and I hold true to it a hundred percent. I, I, I don't think I necessarily dislike the character. I dislike the way it's handled in the movie. I don't like Korg, the rock dude. Really? Like, okay. So like, yeah. Here's my issue with it is like if everyone's going to be jokey, you don't need a comic relief guy. Yeah, like, yeah, like I mean, it, and it's like he he's just he feels like that straw that broke the camel's back thing. Like it's just like one felt, too many jokey. Yeah, guys. well, it's just like kind you, of you, you place, brought a brand yeah. new guy in. It's like buddy's jokey guy, or mm-hmm. like you know, I'm making light of dire situation. It's like well, everyone's doing that. I don't need you. <laughs> yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and it just it just. I mean, I know a lot of people are like, oh man, Cork's so great. And it's like is he like I. Here's the thing about that. I like the character. Uh-huh. I like what he does. I don't like him necessarily in the setting because he's unnecessary. Right. But I do like the character. I like the way the character is played. It's just yeah, it's a, like, a little bit too much. He here. doesn't offer much except except from being another joke generator. Right. Like right. like in terms of like he gives some exposition, but it's basically just an excuse to do jokes. Yeah. And and also, just, I mean, it. it I don't. I, mean, I, I like him. I, I don't have anything against the director. I mean, he hasn't done enough to offend me or super wow me either way. You know, like I liked what we do in the shadows mm-hmm. and things like that. But it's like, you know, it, it just it feels like that. I'm gonna do the director insert thing, and it's like, have you earned that in a movie this large? Like, you know what I mean? Is, is, yeah. Is, if that makes any sense too, it, it, it like, does. But, but plus, I mean, you know, I I hate to say it. It's like he just brings a certain like why would this character have this accent kind of thing like you know say these phrases like right. I, you know i mean i, I guess it, it's because it's supposed to be jokey I, you know what i mean it's, it's sort of like that it, guardians i just felt like handled all that better of like why aliens would be using earth slang you know it just but this felt like okay you're going like super like area specific you know is he new zealand or australian is new he australian yeah yeah uh, so like you know is it like like the joke about you know, saying something like about, you know, your hammer pulls you off. You know, it's like, like no, most people in America aren't getting that reference. Or uh, like, I don't know. I really? think, like, I, I mean, that's, yeah, I yeah. think I not the average Joe is not knowing that that's a euphemism for jacking someone off. I think when somebody <laughs> says, oh, your hammer pulls you off. I I think I think people can make that I connection. Think the right people. Yeah. Got it. OK. No. But I think you may not to, be giving people think, enough I, credit on it that. It doesn't have to I be for us. You're giving people too much. Credit. It, it, does, it doesn't have to be all for us. <laughs> I know. I, I just. It's it's a weird. I made some other specific connections in my head while this movie was going on in terms of its lack mm-hmm. of of gravitas, basically when big things would happen. But like, I think back to things like, and this this is going to sound strange, but like in Rocky Four when he's fighting Drago at the end, mm-hmm. and there's the moment where he cuts him, and the movie kind of slows down, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, that dude's human. He can fucking do this." Mm-hmm. And I'm like. That's like a moment you need to kind of slow down a second and realize, okay, all is not lost. Shit's about to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. And this movie doesn't do that. It just plows right through that shit. Whenever there's a moment like that, it's just like there's no... I, I, it, it sounds like a cliche, and I know it's been done in several huge movies in the last six months, but it's like when something big happens, 
you need to suck all the wind out of your movie and just go silent for 10 seconds and just let people process that something major just fucking happened. You, yeah. you know, and, and mean, this movie doesn't do that. And it just blows right by everything. It just keeps going and keeps going, which is fine if you've got momentum. But I just wanted more weight uh-huh. to, for some of those things. I, I just feel like Thor universe has never felt like a real anything. It's just kind of like a prop for whatever they need it to be. And they fucking wreck that rainbow bridge in every movie. I don't know who the crew is that has to repair that thing, but man, that thing gets fucked. Unicorns. Unicorns? Yeah, they farted out. Okay. Oh, I I thought it was... (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Depends on what... Yeah. Which unicorns? But speaking of that stuff, I fucking love the way they use Immigrant Song in that movie. And it's another thing I feel like almost like I wish they hadn't put that in the trailers either. Yeah. Because I don't mind having like, you know, there's people like, it's kind of, you know, that was a bit too on the nose. And it's like, I don't care. Like, I don't care if there's some anachronistic thing that's in there. You know, these aren't. Well, there's another anachronistic thing. They're not documentaries. They're just like, hey, what is the most awesome thing we can do right now? And they're fucking willing to do that. And I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to shit on the director, dude, which I'm I'm not going to try to pronounce his name because I'd fuck it up. Like a YTT. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to shit on him. I just to me, it, it 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 feels like one of those things where they they. They, I know this is about to be a pun, and I don't mean to. They jumped the gun. Like this dude was not ready to step to this level. And I was about to say, James Gunn. Like most people don't realize the years of shit that he did before, right? Like even getting like Slither. Mm-hmm. I mean, that dude mm-hmm. like worked trauma. That dude did lots of things to like work to the point of getting to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And this dude, I feel like, made a couple of super indie movies and then jumped right to mega budget movie. Which is I, that's the thing now. I know yeah, it's the thing, but it's it's just it's. It's not good. Like, I mean, it's. I mean, I think like it's it's Duncan Jones doing Warcraft. Like, no, like yeah. this is not right. This is not what you need to be doing. You know, well, and, that, well that was a who and <laughs> somebody made a real weird call on that one. Mm-hmm. But well, you know what I mean? It's just it's it's get get some more movies under your belt, like work up, like make a like make a mid-level movie before you jump right to this. Like you don't have to jump straight to mega Marvel franchise movie. See, here's the thing. I think, and, and, and I feel like well, I was getting to like because like I feel like that that's that speaks to the slowing down and realizing that everything has to be ninety miles an hour the entire time, right? And and experienced directors like James Gunn realize that, yeah, that like they they use the the moments of silence to their advantage, and this one just never breathes. Yeah, you know. I mean, my my problems with this movie are minuscule. I mean, I, I just oh, yeah, they're yeah. nitpicky just from a just from a fan of wanting a smooth movie experience. But I think 90% of this movie is exactly what I wanted it to be. It was, I, I was, I was watching it and laughing my ass off and just thinking back, like there are people who like straight up hate this movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you hate fun? Like this is literally just colorful joy. Mm-hmm. This is just, it, it's, it's like guardians two, where I said like guardians two felt like it was made for HDR TVs. This also, it feels like there's mm-hmm. some mandate now where it's just like, if you have a color palette, fucking use it. Yeah. Because this movie is colorful thank, as shit. Well, thank it's, fuck, by the way, absolutely. because Thor the Dark World was <laughs> Thor the fucking dark movie. <laughs> and thank you. Yeah. Well, but I mean, it's it, a reaction to things being so dark for so long. Yeah. I think it's like they're realizing we can make them colorful and, you know, we can have somebody like hallways that are bright red and bright white contrasting with each other. And it's just it's all going to look. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It'd be really nice if, you know, Disney would settle their fucking iTunes beef on the 4K bullshit. 
just because yeah. like these movies fucking scream for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Yeah. But I, I think the thing about this one and I, I think why Guardians stands out as working so well with both movies and I know there's a contingency that thinks that Guardians 2 is trash and they're wrong. Idiots. They're yeah. wrong. Uh, but those feel like labors of love for James Gunn mm-hmm. because he wrote them. Yes. Nobody that did any of the Thor movies wrote any of the Thor movies. They were just like, all right, well, here's here's your movie, you know? Yeah. And, and I know, and he said, and Taika Waititi has said, like, they improvised a ton of it on set, mm-hmm. which is why it's that so jokey. That explains a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're they're. It's weird because it it does it feels like anchormanish improv comedy from time to time, and then it's like, no, we you know it's it felt like they had like eight shots in the whole movie planned like in their head like no this is how I see this, and the rest was just like I don't know if I can make it up as we go along kind of that's that's just the way it kind of feels because like there are some amazing shit the second use of immigrant song that shot mm-hmm. is fucking epic as all hell like yeah, i don't know yep. if I've, I've ever seen a better single shot in a comic book movie ever mm-hmm. like just one shot like that is awesome mm-hmm. and like the true reveal of like valkyrie mm-hmm. is f- amazing like yeah yeah i mean it's just like there's so many like good things in in this movie and then the rest just feels like i don't know wacky jokey do you mean the flashback scene yeah yeah for yeah 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 that was badass yeah um i and I also I really like what they did with Loki in this one, hmm. where Thor is just not a chump. Like like he's like, all right, you're Loki. I know you're gonna fucking pull something sooner or later. <laughs> you know, like he's not taking any of his because shit. the first two is just kind of like you know he's like, all right, brother, I trust you. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's like, oh, he fucked me over again. At least this one, he's like, you're not gonna fuck me over this time. I'm not gonna let you fuck me over. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I, I'm glad that they had that, and he's able to have this one conversation with him where he's just like you can keep doing this, but it's not going to work. You know, it's not going to work forever. Character growth. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. I, I just, I like a lot of their dynamic Yeah, in that movie, at least. I have a couple more things that I want to say about this. I want to jump back to Immigrant Song real quick. I feel like I'm tired of hearing that song in so many places because, like, I guess Led Zeppelin just lets people use that all over the place. Or I just, or it's a personal thing, and I've just heard that song in so many situations, but as tired in general as I am of that song being used for dramatic effect or whatever, it was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And if they used any other song, they'd have been wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it, mm-hmm. it's fucking bad as hell. Yep. It's kind of um, like if someone just said, fuck it and put like, um, like ramble on in like the Lord of the Rings movies. It's just like, yeah, right. You know, you, exactly. you should probably fucking do yeah. this because yeah. it's kind of fucking spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. literally what they were singing about. Um, there's one other thing, and I can't remember the actor's name. The other dude, Chris the bald Hemsworth. head with the tattoos. Uh, oh, Carl, oh, Carl yeah, Urban. Carl Urban. Yeah. Scourge. Scourge. Yeah. Scourge. Don't be Scourge. Why did we bother with Carl Urban for that? Why not? I like. I thought he was... I... It took me five or ten minutes to go, oh, wait, that's Carl Urban. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that I like the character. That was sort of my thing. And why, like, why if, spend if, the money? At first, I was like, "Is that Eric Bana?" No, that's Carl yeah. Urban. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why, like, like, wait, who's? The, I know he's been in things. Uh, oh, right, Doctor McCoy. Mm, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Why spend the money or time? I don't think he does anything really. 
it's not good acting, I don't think. I, he's not getting a lot a, to do, and it's it's frustrating in a lot of his scenes that he's just there scowling. Yeah, it's just a bland character. It could have been literally any other dude on the planet. I think. I feel like it's a waste of... I feel like they probably had scenes they cut with Yeah, him. I think a lot of his stuff got cut, because he has the biggest arc in that movie, really. I mean, like, he's the only one with an arc yeah. in that movie. Any kind of, like, personal development arc. That I, I think the have, last of his scenes yeah. was fucking killer. Yes, yes. I loved it. Yes. Like, I loved... I, I think the thing is, is I mean, like there are anachronistic sure. things with that, but <laughs> is that what we go with? Or uh, uh, just more like factual goose? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, <laughs> I, will, I will say like he works because of his first scene and his last scene. The character, yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying like when they introduce uh, him and he's like, you know, you know. Like this is my stuff over yeah, there, and he's got stuff. the fucking shake weight. <laughs> yeah. like, I was saying, like when he's like, "I'm look, I'm the gatekeeper. Check me out," yeah, and yeah. all that shit. And then like to the end, it's like that. That's why he works. Yeah, it's the yeah. stuff in between. The stuff in between, kind. which is when well, he's supposed to be growing as a character. Well, it's just you know the second she yeah. shows up, he tucks his tail between his legs and yeah. he's okay. Whatever you say, I yeah. just want to live. I, I just, well, well, yeah, he just he just saw badasses get right. fucking sure. murked. Yeah. Um, it, just one last thing I want to say about it is that. I was really delighted by how delighted Thor was about all the Valkyrie stuff. Mm -hmm. Like how just totally into it he was. Like he wanted to be a Valkyrie until he found out that it was only ladies. That was a nice touch. And then like when he sees the sword later on, he's like, is that an actual Valkyrie sword? Holy, you know, he's like totally into it. He's fanboying out. He's fanboying. And he's like, he's a fucking God. (laughs) And he's just like, dude, this is cool. (laughs) I just appreciated that. And then it's just two quick bits, but it's like, that was so cool. They it, didn't have well, to. It's, it's it's a very awesome and subtle way to hype how awesome Valkyrie is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's without doing like the, the grand champions killed 47,000 yeah. people. Right. And blah, blah, you know, like directly mm-hmm. hype manning. It's yeah. more like if this badass is impressed by this badass, then yes. that makes her an awesome yeah. person, too. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but I, I've just realized with all of these that. I just want a movie that tells its own story and wraps it up well enough it doesn't fuck up the other ones. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's kind of just my my baseline for Marvel movies at this point. I'm like, entertain me, don't fuck up the other ones. Yeah. You know, it, don't pull a, a Alien Covenant on me here and <laughs> right. make things retroactively shitty for other things. Honestly, I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet with Marvel. Like, I mean, we were we were They've talking about this Kevin. We were talking about this at, at dinner, and like the thing is, is like the worst I can say about any Marvel movie is it was Thor Two: The Dark World. Thor Two is boring as fuck. <laughs> Iron Man Two, if you think about it in any capacity, falls the fuck apart in your head. Mm-hmm. And it looked uh, really. Cool. And Avengers Two is just like again, like plot wise, is kind of just dumb. overstuffed. It's overstuffed and it's kind of dumb, but like there's still cool ass shit happening in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, that's at the end of the day, it's like, you, you know what? Like these are fucking movies. Like seriously, it's the difference between a movie and a film. These aren't trying to say anything. This is supposed to be fun. So call them the fuck they're, down. Also, they're, they're comic books, man. Yeah. Well, Have some fun with it. Um, and they do. They have a lot of fun with, with, with Ragnarok. With yeah. Ragnarok. Ragthorok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll definitely be getting the Blu-ray whenever it comes out. Oh, yeah. Out. yeah. <laughs> the dream I think of... you said you already have it pre-ordered? Yeah. 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 The Dream of 3D is dead, by the way. <laughs> Not <laughs> like available The only 3D. 3D version is in the UK, and it won't work on my player, so... Yeah. Yeah. Officially, that, that's like the first one since whenever the hell that started, 
that doesn't have it now. Is that like so. the first Marvel movie that's not, or the first Marvel Cinematic Universe that hasn't had 3D on it? No. I don't think like the first Iron Man did way back then. No, when. first Iron Man okay. didn't, first uh, Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. What was the oh, third, second Hulk, third movie? Well, you know first Hulk 2008 of the, Hulk. Yes. First what was the, the third one in the sequence? Iron Man 2? Two, yeah. I yeah. don't think Iron Man 2 did, but yeah. everything after that did. So speaking of everything after that, um, I finished my catch-up on mm. Marvel movies. So mm. I wanted to run down real quick the ones that I saw. Mm-hmm. Thor The Dark World, I have. I think you've already figured out where I feel, how I feel about that. Um, Thor The Dark Movie. Yes, Thor The Dark Movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got through it. Um, <laughs> it's It's not bad. I mean, it's... It's not a bad thing whatsoever. It's just right now I barely remember anything about it except for um, Natalie Portman does some dumb shit. Uh, there's a red Volvo. Um, there's a guy who crashes a ship into Greenwich, I think. Okay. I, yeah. I don't remember that at all. Like England? Greenwich, England? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Was it, it, was, was it a mean time? Yeah. <laughs> It was a meantime. Trying to kill people. Uh-huh. Um, there was some hellacious bullshit about gravity sticks or something that Cat Dennings and crew stuffed into the ground, and then Natalie Portman scienced them with a knob. Remember that? No, no, no. Yeah, I can make jokes, but I won't. <laughs> I, you know, I let I laid it out there. Uh, yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Anybody? She's anybody a classy wants... lady now. I'm not going to do right. That. Yes, she has a foul mouth though. Mm-hmm. Literally, um, the only thing I remember about Thor: The Dark World is that I don't remember a thing about Christopher Eccleston being the bad guy in Thor: The Dark World. Mm-hmm. That is my only memory. Is like I'm constantly amazed that he was the bad guy in that. Yeah. Well, they made uh, him speaking look of like any. Yeah. I know, thing. but it's just like. And also, speaking of huge wastes of talent. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I know. Yeah. They didn't give him anything to fucking do to be Eccleston-y uh, yeah. with. I was, I, I was actually kind of. Surprised that I didn't land in like Cardiff, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah. will they do this? Will yeah. they won't? They didn't. Thank they goodness. will not. No. Um, but yeah, Thor: The Dark World, not a good color palette. Um, <laughs> n- not bad, but just kind of blah. Just yeah, mm-hmm. just okay. Um, Ant Man. Uh huh. Ant Man. I actually really liked. I thought. Uh, I thought Ant Man was quite good. I did not think that I would enjoy it as much as I did based on trailers and such. And uh, I'm real hit or miss with Paul Rudd, but I think he nailed it. That man is a treasure. You watch your mouth. I'm <laughs> look. I don't dislike the guy. I just it's I some I like, some I'm just meh. either way. Mm-hmm. Um, we've spoken about digital de aging recently, and the fucking Michael Douglas digital de-aging in Ant-Man, which was four years ago, mm-hmm. something like that. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Nobody told me about that, and that was amazing. Uh, really impressed with that. It's uh, creepy and weird, <laughs> but good. But it's really good. Yeah. It's, it's not that Uncanny Valley creepy and weird. Right. It's fucking good. Yeah. Um, I was surprised. I'm looking forward to Ant-Man and, and Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. And yep. the Wasp. The Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. The to Ant to Waspius. The Wind in the Willows. <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right. Um, I'm looking forward to that now that I have the basis of Ant-Man to go on. Uh, Doctor Strange, I also really like. Mm-hmm. Um, I like uh, Brindle Snatch 
Cranby Pants. Yep. Um, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> yes, that one. Yeah. Oh, Benedict Dragon Cumberbatch. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I like him, and I think he was really good for this. Um, Tilda Swinton, I always like when she's weird and looks weird and does weird things. Uh, I really enjoyed the effects in Doctor Strange, and it's, I mean, it. we're just fraught with origin stories and I'm almost tired of origin stories, but this one was nice. I liked it. Well, I get ready for a whole new batch of origin stories when they reboot everything. Well, no, they they. I don't think they'll do redo origin movies. They'll just make some quip about, "Hey, you look different," and then move on. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. I hope they don't redo origin movies, origin stories, because uh, we've had too many of them. Speaking of too many origin stories, I also watched Spider Man Homecoming. <laughs> right. Um, the which ninth is, retelling of Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming is not a retelling of the Spider-Man origin story. I know, I know. Which I am uh, quite pleased by. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the kid's name, but... Tom Holland? Is that his name? Spider-Man? Yes. Spider-Man, yeah. Um, <laughs> I kind of like the movie. I kind of don't care for him. Um, oh. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Just doesn't really do it for me. The character of Spider-Man generally doesn't really do it for me in general. Sorry. This, this was the first movie where the character clicked for me. Like, I was, like, into this character. Like, oh, I get it now. I I understand it. Yeah. But I just, there's just something that I don't, maybe it's the fact that I hate teenagers and most children in general. But and this one actually feels like a teenager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not That's, Toby Maguire pretending to be a teenager. Yeah. yeah. When he's, like, 30. <laughs> I mean, he. Or Andrew Garfield pretending to be a teenager when he's, like, 29. Yeah. He at least Poor Andrew Garfield. acts like a teenager, but uh, maybe it's just that I don't want to see that. I don't have any mm. time for people not being fucking adults because I spend <laughs> 40 hours a week dealing with people who aren't being fucking adults. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. At least teenagers have an excuse. <laughs> they do. They yeah, do. they're not fucking <laughs> adults. Yeah. yeah, which is, you know. Um, <laughs> but I will we say... Hope. <laughs> right. Please don't. <laughs> not even once. <laughs> I will say that there's some really good action in it. Uh, I think that like the Washington stuff is really good. The stuff with Michael Keaton is really good. Um, it's a pretty good movie. I just don't really care for Spider-Man, I think. And Tom Holland doesn't make me care for Spider-Man any more than anybody else has. So um, that is it. I'm caught up. I am ready to see Black Panther on as early as I can mm-hmm. see it. <laughs> I, I will say this. I, I think when we reach a point where people want to quit the MCU or they've run out of stories or whatever. I hope they're not afraid to pass the torch to other versions of the characters. Like I want Miles Morales. I want, uh, was like it? not Peter Parker. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah I want, like was Riri it Riri Williams? Riri Williams? Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, I want to see these other people take the mantles of these characters. Like Lady Thor and frog. Well, Thor and Jane Foster. So I don't know if we're going to get Natalie Portman back for eh, that. They'll just do a different character anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just I wonder I what happens door. when they feel like they've mined all the big storylines from comics because you know they're talking about Thor like they've already hit a bunch of the big ones and they took Planet Hulk which is a big one also and like they're like all right yeah so it's kind of like at what point do you run out of all those stories to tell that people are expecting to see and start moving towards all right well we're just making our own thing entirely which would be nice you know I mean like. Honestly, like Iron Man 2 is kind of its own thing. It's not really any other movie. Same with Iron Man 3. It's not really based on any mm-hmm. of the storylines. Mm-hmm. So, and all, I mean, even the ones that are super loosely based. I mean, 
Civil War is nothing like Marvel Civil War. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's its own yeah. motivations and everything. Right. Yeah. But anyway, you guys want an email? Oh, yeah. Or do you have anything else to talk about? Nope. Nope. I think I'm done. All right. I would like an email. Uh, this one's from Jay from Vegas. Oh. <laughs> he says, uh, turns out Dr. Feelgood, Dr. Dre, and Dr. Mario are not board certified physicians. Oh. He says, hey, Banff crew. Jay is here. And while this email is not movie related, it's more for the personal crew. That said, feel free to share this as you feel is necessary. We're going to share it. Okay. Because... Uh, Jay is uh, active on the Discord uh, under the name Kiwi Rain, mm-hmm. so most people who are there would uh, know, and maybe some people miss the news, but uh, he said, on Monday, January 29th, I went to the ER because of a consistent chest pain, nausea, and inability to eat that had started Saturday morning, but only got worse to the point where I told the desk nurse, I think I'm dying, when she asked why I was there. It turned out that my gallbladder had somehow blocked off and inflamed my pancreas, which got infected and led to all the described above. According to the ER doc, it's common, but really, is it too severe? In my case, however, my high tolerance for pain, combined with me thinking I had the flu, made it severe. As for how long I have to be in the hospital, late April to mid-May is the current checkout time frame I've been given, and that's based on how well the motherfucking infection is handling the antibiotics being thrown at it. No joke, my blood could wipe out most biological labs, and I have to have daily blood tests to make sure my antibiotics are not harming my other organ functions, but this infection is fighting them all the way. Anyways, you BMF boys know that I miss you, and I'm <laughs> looking forward to wiping out all my credit card debt when I get my six- to seven-figure hospital bill and file bankruptcy, because then I can afford more Patreon BMF-ass ba- <laughs> 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 perks. <laughs> Always look on the bright side of life, Jay. So for my 20-year-old hospital bed where half the buttons work a quarter of the time, but nurse call always gets accidentally triggered just as I fall asleep. Wow. So, Glad to hear you're on the mend, Jay. Yeah. Glad to hear that you're able to send us a fucking email because, to be honest, we were worried for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, our friend Josh from Corpus Christi yep. uh, was keeping us well updated, but um, we were worried. So we are glad to hear from you. Pancreas shit ain't no joke. Yeah. Word. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, and if you're shitting from your pancreas, that yeah. is definitely right. not. Go to the ER immediately. Yeah. It took two of my favorite people. So, um, yeah, but we definitely, you know, it, it's good to hear that you're doing better and good to hear you'll be subscribed to the Patreon later, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't know. Congrats on the impending <laughs> <Thanks>. bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it's not a lot we could do, but we can keep making a show every week that you can listen to and I feel like we need like a reverse Patreon there or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Well, no, he wants to declare bankruptcy, it sounds like. So let's... Oh, okay, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure, well, so, that's going to so, do it. <laughs> crack it up, yeah, fuckers. Yeah. Send us your credit card number, we'll help. Well, and, and what was the most re- <laughs> What was the most recent tally of uh, of hours of material that we have, including extra? And it oh was like... God. I want to say it was at 702 hours, but that's not including well, everything. We yeah. were at like 27 days, I think, was the, yeah. was the count. Up, and then you discovered that there was an error in our math. It went up to like another five days. It was yeah. over a month of mm-hmm. pre-recorded yeah. content start, so, start to finish. So so really, if you really, really want to kill the time, mm-hmm. you could listen to every episode that we've ever put out. And that might get you all the way to May. Yeah. If you only April, listen to it May. during your waking hours. Right. You'll be yeah. Good. Don't listen while you're asleep. That's yeah. waste. 
And I haven't even put up my three hour or three day long uh, straight drum circle and spoken word poetry session that I've oh, man. I have sitting on the back burner. Mm. Oh, and I have a remix of that. Oh, do you? That's, yeah. Oh, it's, nice. It's the slow jam remix. Oh, so it's like, oh, the album it's like, like six out six days worth. <laughs> uh, it's nine at last oh, count. I'm still nice, working on it. Nice. So. I, I hope I can hear those sick beats one of these days. <laughs> I still have to add in my uh, 48 hour didgeridoo rebreathing slash sleep deprivation solo. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about your hollering into a toilet remix? <laughs> Yo, go to hollering into a toilet remix. That's what I'm really waiting for. <laughs> yeah, anyway, sorry. That's yeah. dumb inside hey. joke, sort of. <laughs> they both kind of sound the same. Didgeridoo or didgeridon't, I don't care. Didgeridoo it. Just yeah. didgeridoo it. But yes. Either way. Thank you, Jay. Yes. Glad to hear you're doing better. Keep us updated, please. Be yep. well. Get well. No. Stay well. Or else. So <laughs> if people have other less consequential stuff to send in to us, how should they go about doing that, BJ? Uh, BMF at BMFcast.com is the email address. Uh, you can go to the website, which is BMFcast.com. Or you can, uh, if you feel like it, you can call us on the Garfield hotline, 9105-JOX-BMF or 910-556-9263. Uh, do those things and you will be in contact with us. It's pretty simple. Um, and if you want to like throw some money into that uh, aforementioned Patreon, it's patreon.com slash bmfcast. You can uh, put your weight on it. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, please do. Cool. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? <laughs> let's. <laughs> well, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast out. <laughs>